You are listening to African Perspectives with host Brother Oshi on Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasting or live program scheduling, hit them up at timeforanawakening at gmail.com. Yeah, that I think 
to African Perspectives, where we review the issues of our day from an African worldview and African-centered perspective. This program is unapologetically African. It is a custom in the African tradition to ask elders for permission to speak, having been granted permission to our ancestors whose shoulders we stand on, to our elders whose shadows we walk in. I greet you, my dear brothers and sisters, in the language of one of the greatest civilizations on this planet, it gave the world the basic disciplines of knowledge of science, math, architecture, music, writing, law, religion, you name it, we did it. The Greeks called it Egypt, but they called themselves Kemet, and Kemet means land of the blacks. I greet you all in the Kemetic language, the word of peace, Hotep. It is truly an honor and a privilege to pour libation because we truly do stand on the shoulders of those who came before us. We're going to use water because water has no enemies. Water is the great cleanser, the great purifier. Everything on the planet that lives, it needs water from a tiny microscopic organism to a tall redwood tree. We pour water into the earth to invoke the spirits of our ancestors and we say the word ashe. It simply means so be it. So we pour this libation to God for all that God has done and for all that God will do. We sashay. We pour this libation to Mother Africa, birthplace of all humanity, everyone who has lived, everyone who will live in the future. We all have a common ancestral root in Africa. We pour this libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. I mentioned Kemet in the opening. Kemet was the height, the apex, the zenith of African high culture. But there were others as well, as Tymeri, Punt, and Nubia. So we poured us libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. We say Ashe. We poured us libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa, of Ghana, Mali, Zangai, 
Benin, Great Zimbabwe, civilizations that were flourishing and growing while Europe was in a medieval or dark age. The University of Sankare at Timbuktu, an outstanding educational institution. So he poured us libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa. We say, Ashe? We poured us libation to the Ma'afa, the Holocaust of our enslavement, the Infakani, the great tragedy, uprooted out of Africa. Our brothers and sisters lay a carpet along the Atlantic Ocean. We're in North America, South America, Central America, and throughout the diaspora. So he poured us libation to our brothers and sisters who suffered the Ma'afa, the Infakani, the Holocaust of our enslavement, the great tragedy. We poured us libation in their honor and in their memory. We do not know their names, but because of them and their sacrifice, we are here. So we sashay. We poured us libation to those who fought against enslavement. If you ever heard me do a libation, you will know that we were not slaves. I repeat, we were not slaves. We were captives. What does a captive want to do? Get free. So we poured us libation to all those men and women who fought against enslavement. In fact, I maintain that some of us are more of a slave today than we were in our initial captivity because some of us are a slave to vice, to corruption, to drugs, sex, and violence. So we poured us libation to those who fought against enslavement. Gabriel Prosser, Nat Turner, Denmark Vesey, Harriet Tutman. We always resisted. And we will always resist. So we poured us libation in the name and the honor of those men and women who fought against our captivity. We poured us libation to those unborn, those young men and women who will once again lead us back on the stage of human history as a free and proud and productive people. We sashay. We poured us libation to brotherhood and sisterhood together for the union of family. We need each other. We don't have good family life. There's a saying, conditions shape conduct and consciousness. The conditions in our community are bad. The conduct towards each other is not good. Because why? We lack consciousness. And consciousness is more than just awareness. Consciousness is a deeper understanding of who you are historically, who you are culturally. So once we begin to understand the importance of brotherhood and sisterhood together for the union of family. Brothers and sisters, let us all say, Ashe, Ashe. You are listening to Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts or live programming, hit them up at timeforanawakening.com. Good morning, African world. You are listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and blacktalkradionetwork.com. And I am your host, Baba Oshi, Hotep family. Hope everything is well with you today. Hope you had a good weekend. Hope you had a chance to do all the things you want to do, should do, must do, can do, and will do. Hoping to weather was accommodating for you to do it. But if it wasn't, and you know it had to get done, you know it must be done, you got it done. Because that's the kind of brother and sister you is. That's why we appreciate you. So keep getting it done, family. 
This is African Perspectives. We're here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 to 12 Central, 9 to 11 Mountain, or 8 to 10 Pacific, or any other time around the world. But if you cannot listen to this program live, just go to timeforanawakening.com. At the top of the page, you'll see podcasts. Click on that. The drop down, you'll see African Perspectives. Click on that, and there will be programs that are dated and titled. Of course, if you want to use another search engine, any search engine, and even Time for an Awakening, and put in Bob in the search, put in babaoshi.net, B-A-B-A-O-S-H-I dot net. And once again, there will be programs that are dated and titled. They're pretty much up to date. I'm going to send Brother Kwaku um, last month's program since today's the beginning of a new month. Man, time flying in. It's the fifth fifth month. Man, I tell you. But, you know, we, we say that and there's a perception of that. But the reality, of course, it is. It's the same time. It's the same time that has been measured hours, minutes, excuse me, seconds, minutes, hours, days, weeks, months, years, decades, millennials. Same time. Do something with it, family. Liberate your mind. This is African Perspectives. And, uh, of course, we... I'm happy to be here, and I'm going to, you know, I, the the lineup we have, of course, is just <laughs> this program and Brother Elliot. They were on last night, uh, Time for an Awakening, and they're on on Fridays, Fridays from 8 to 10, and then on Sundays from 7, not there, 8 to 10, no. Brother Elliot can go on and come off when he wants to. I'm from 11 to 1, so I got to make sure we got to, <laughs> I'm 11 to 1. He is eight until on Fridays and seven until on Sundays. And there are other programs in, 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 in abeyance, so to speak. And uh, hopefully that, uh, they'll begin to materialize and other programs will begin to materialize. Like when I first came on, Time for an Awakening. Wow. There were programs almost, it was almost, I think it was every day. Every day. And I don't know. And I listened to them because I, I because I announced them. Just like I just did there, I, I would announce other programs. You know, get other brothers and sisters who may listen to this program the chance to listen to other programs that are on Time for an Awakening. But of course, at this moment, it ain't happening. But hey, <laughs> we buy black. We buy black, the largest online marketplace for American African owned businesses. We buy black. Dot com. Get everything you need from American African owned businesses. We buy black. African for the African, Brother Bomani Tahimba is about to take another group of our people on a tour of a lifetime. Um, of course, he went to Senegal and Gambia, March 30th to April 9th. His next trip is this month, May 24th to June 5th. So I'll get a chance to talk to Brother Bomani maybe before he goes or after he comes back from Ghana. And then July 20th to July 30th, Rwanda, November 16th to November 27th, Tanzania, December 24th to January 4th, 2024, Azenia, March 29th to April 9th, Liberia, July 11th to July 23rd, Ghana, November 21st to December 2nd, Kemet, and April 1st to April 11, 2025, 
Senegal, and Gambia. Those are the upcoming trips. I'm quite sure we'll be announcing more. And of course, when you go to the website, africafortheafricans.org, there's information about buying land in the continent, investing, repatriation, all kind of good stuff, brothers and sisters. And everything you need is at the website. Even if you don't go on any of the trips that the brother has in store, you can always use the information in the document you can download you may need visas you may need information about shots and so forth it's all there africa for the africans and of course if you want to see pictures of previous tours go to facebook.com if you want to see videos of previous tours go to youtube got youtube youtube.com forward slash bomani 2007 africa for the africans.org habasha HabashahIncorporated.org. Habashah, those brothers and sisters are doing the work. They have a they have a program coming up, Organic Fest, and that's going to be Saturday, June 24th, from noon to 8 p.m., 477 Windsor Street here in Atlanta, 30321. Organic Fest. That's right. And of course, the great work that Habashah is doing. When you go to the website, you can see for yourself the Kashi project that was launched in Ghana last year in October. Uh, beautiful, beautiful pictures of the Kashi product and what they're doing. And of course, what they're doing here locally. Habashah Works, Black Tar Roots, Golden Growers, Sustainable Seeds, and Urban Green Jobs. All those things are on the website. Habashahincorporated.org. Ledge. Ledge stands for Land for the Environmental Development for Group Economics. Ledge. Ledge deals with the four areas of human existence of food, water, clothing, and shelter. It has 12 projects in six different countries and employs 170, over, over 170 of our people and though over 260 members. Become a member of the Ledge Group. Ledge. Land for the Environmental Development for Group Economics. Abibia Tumi. Abibia to me, A-B-I-B-I-T-U-M-I dot com. Abibia to me dot com. Brothers and sisters, their conference is gearing up July 7th through the 9th. July 7th through the 9th. And uh, they've had some outstanding invited guests. I mean, man, beautiful brothers and sisters, strong brothers and sisters, outstanding invited guests. And, uh, you know, give you more information as that time gets near. And, of course, it is in Ghana. It is in Ghana, but I'm quite sure there might be a way where you can, you know, get the link. And it's from July 7th, 8th and 9th. Abibia Tumi. And, of course, if you can go and check it out for yourself, you got all kinds of good information. And, of course, all the invited guests, you know, the names of, of African uh, center people from who's who, you know. That's right. Yeah. In fact, I'm, one day I'm going to go down the list and try to, you know, and confirm presenters. We even have some confirmed presenters. And of course, Baba Kambong. Yeah. Kwiti, Kiti Awadu. Brother Kiti Awadu. And let me talk about Kiti. I love Kiti Awadu. It's a good brother, man. So. The conference is coming up, the Black Power Conference, the African Power Conference, I like to call it, you know, just a number of people. So I'm going to keep you abreast on that. Smy Pharmacy, Smy Pharmacy, S-M-A-I-I, 
S-M-A-I-F-A-R-M-A-C-Y.com. Smile Pharmacy, brothers and sisters, call Brother Jabril. If um, maybe you need a detox, maybe you need a cleansing, maybe you need something to get you motivated and, you know, to get, get your day going without chemicals and so forth. So give them a call at 770-765-7751. That's 770-765-7751. Smile Pharmacy. Drop him an email at S-M-A-I-F-A-R-M-A-C-Y at gmail.com. At gmail.com. Yeah. Oh. Sorry about that, fam. Let me let me do that and I'm gonna turn this off because I don't need it. I don't wanna hear it. <laughs> I don't wanna hear it. I don't wanna hear it, fam. Don't wanna hear if you don't have to. Uh yeah, where we at? Okay. The Moses West Foundation. MosesWestFoundation.org and the the Jackson Water Rescue. Brother, sisters, when you go to the website, hit the the Jackson Water Rescue, read the information, and more importantly, donate. Now, you know, this brother has been building these water machines and and there's other things that I've seen on water. We had that conference, um, I told you, last week. I was in Baltimore and uh, actually, the week before last, I was in Baltimore, and they talked about water. And there was a sister from Jackson, but she didn't mention it. And so I mentioned it, and she was thankful that I did. She said, I, I must have been out of it because I didn't mention it. But the bottom line is that's what's happening in Jackson. And they've been appropriated a lot of money. You know, what I would like to see, because I didn't, state this as a fact that this is the solution I stated this as a fact that it is a solution it is an assistance I agree that you must develop the water grid if that's possible with new materials piping and so forth you know and and providing clean usable drinkable water to the residents now if you can't do that these water machines, you know, even this, let's say your soil is so bad and everything is just really bad. Well, they can take the water that's in the air. The moisture that is in the air goes through the machine and goes through a filterization process and it only takes the H2O molecule. If there's other contaminants in the air, because I mentioned this to, uh, said this to uh, Brother Moses West. I said, hey, what if you were in Ohio? Remember? They had that uh, toxic train wreck in Ohio. And what if you were in Ohio? He said, they only deal with the H2O molecule. It kicks that toxic stuff to the curb. You know, it's just like if you have a, a uh, alkaline water machine. Of course, the water out of your tap is not alkaline. And of course, it goes to the machine and it separates alkaline to acid. The acid water flows out and goes into the drain. The alkaline water comes out of a tap and you use it. It's a principle. So, Moses West Foundation, brothers and sisters. Go to the Moses West Foundation. Wadada's Healthy Market and Juice Bar, located in the West End here in Atlanta, right across the street from the 
up the street from the Shrine of the Black Madonna. Yeah, Swadatas. Yeah. So Veg, across the street from So Veg, which is up the street from the Shrine. And that area right there, of course, has been targeted for gentrification. But brothers and sisters, hold on. Okay. Support the area. Swadatas, Healthy Market and Juice Bar. The Medu Bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall, Mamania. Please give her a call at 404-346-3263 because she has a fine selection of books and postcards, greeting cards, gift certificates, T-shirts, all kinds of figurines and so forth in the Greenbrier Mall. 404-346-3263. The Black Dot Cultural Center and Bookstore in Lithonia, which is east of here, right off of I-20. You head east and exit 74, make a left, and then about a mile down. On the left is the Black Dot Cultural Center and Bookstore and Coffee Bar. My good friend, Brother Gazimdi Ajamu, give him a call at 770-305-6373, 770-305-6373. There is light in the black dot. Jump back on Main Street and head uh, south and then make a left again to head east. The next exit, exit 75, Turner Hill Road, exit and make a right. Three lights, make another right. And on the left will be the new Black Wall Street Market, the new Black Wall Street Market. You know, when Brother Allen was there, I didn't get a chance to say anything to him. Really didn't want to of it. Because I was just, you know, you've heard me say on this program, was my displeasure was they should have finished, found the money to finish everything in the new Black Wall Street market. Because there's been a lot of businesses that have closed. They have changed some of the things that they wanted to do. I haven't been out there since... Uh, in a while I plan to go out there real soon I gotta go that way to um, see my brother Kazim Jamu at the Black Dot and so but yeah and they they, paint, they painted a good picture at the conference they really did and, I, and they should you know but it's just the reality of it so the new Black Wall Street market family I say us lifting us the economic development cooperative for our people in the spirit of Ujamaa they have a Thursday night broadcast every Thursday night from 9pm to 10pm on blog talk radio that's blog talk radio dot com forward slash ULU us lifting us you can call to listen or give questions comments or concerns by dialing 929-477-2789 that's 929-477-2789 us lifting us every thursday night from 9 p.m to 10 p.m and my brother abijah at the homeland village and cultural gift shop in macon georgia man i tell you it's a beautiful place he's got there and he's packed in there with all kind of stuff he's got furniture he's got clothing he's got jewelry he's got a, he even has a vegan restaurant on the premise i'll tell you and beauty supplies jewelry literature cds dvds health aids beauty aids open tuesday through sunday tuesday through sunday 11 a.m to 8 p.m Tuesday through Sunday. Give them a call at 478-256-1166. That's 478-256-1166. Homeland Village and Cultural Gift Shop in Macon, Georgia. Sun Goddess Sent, your one-stop natural shop located at 4140 Jonesboro Road in Forest Park. Inside the International Discount Mall, booth 225. For more information, give my sister Shelly Amonset a call at 404-434-7963. That's 
404-434-7963. And of course, I got to mention Sister Gabby, the work that she's doing in Haiti, in the northeastern portion of the island of Haiti, where, of course, the government has no way of funding what they do there. But of course, they rely on us. Sanjay dash I dot org S O N J E dash A Y I T I dot org. See for yourself the beautiful children in their school uniforms, the medical uh, that they provide, the entrepreneurship and sustainable agriculture. I'm telling you, Baba Baruti and Mama Yah. Uh, that's going to be. This weekend, this weekend coming up. Yeah, that's going to be this weekend coming up. Yeah. Of course, let me mention once again, um, Sister Marimba, and I know that her uh, program is coming up as well at, on the 13th and 14th. That's right, 13th and 14th. And Bakasin uh, Sum Sum. The 20th anniversary of Bakasin Sum Sum. It's African Spiritual Warfare. May 13th from 1 to 7. And then May 14th from 1 to 5. And the location is the Twin Ponds, 3215 Bright Star Road in Douglasville, Georgia. 3215 Bright Star Road in Douglasville, Georgia. Would love to be there, but. I'll be in Kilwaukee. Yeah, but that's going to be a beautiful program. Beautiful program. And of course, um, that's the 20th anniversary of Bakasin Sum Sum. And this Saturday, coming up May 6th, uh, from noon to 2 p.m., Quotation for Reparations by Baburudi's Quarterly Program. Uh, That's going to be this Saturday from noon to 2 p.m brothers and sisters to access this program make your $10 donation to 20, 10, five, excuse me $10 donation, $5 for warriors in training and and for PayPal Yahbaruti at Yahoo for Cash App, dollar sign Yah, the letter M Baruti okay, and of course uh, give the pertinent information reparations, your name and your email address so they can send you the link so you can participate on this Saturday from 12 noon to 2 p.m. And then from 4 o'clock to 6 o'clock that evening, Baba Baru- Mama Baruti, <laughs> Sister Inia, has her program, Forgive, Release, and Live. Uh, $10 for the sisters, $5 for our young ladies. And same thing applies. Uh, the title forgiveness and release your name your email address that it can send you the link that evening the great power of the african mind is going to be at the grill uh, and that's going to be at uh, six from six to nine this saturday love to be there man it's going to be twenty dollars online if you get your tickets online and 25 at the door, the number of speakers and drummers and all kind of stuff. It's going to be, you're going to have it going on, believe me. And then, Akaben Institute's ninth Annual Complementarity Conference 
African love is beautiful. I say that's going to be Saturday one month next month, June 3rd from 4 to 7 p.m. Okay, online. Rudy singles and co-parenting, all kinds of good questions. And that's uh, going to be uh, $25. $35 a couple. $20 just for single adults and $10 for teens. Complimentary conference, same thing applies. Also to announcing the summer school program of Ackerman Institute, we're offering a four-week online program June 19th, with Juneteenth Day, through July 14th, uh, Mama Yaz, one-on-one sessions of language, arts, math, and and that's going to be Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 9 a.m. to 12, and from 1 to 4. Plots available in one-hour increments, so you get some good tutoring, you get some good information, really help your son or daughter as they are sometimes struggles in various subjects, particularly math. And then Baba Baruti, he has our story on Tuesdays and Thursdays from 9 a.m. to 11 p.m. And then chess, Tuesdays and Thursdays from 11 to 12. All right. Speaking of Baba Baruti, the Enye Sesim of Daily Revolutionary Thought. And you know, I'm going to read three of them, and then I'm going to bring my co-host on, Brother Irv Lewis. And you know Brother Irv Lewis. He's a staunch listener, which I appreciate. But more importantly, he's a real contributor to this program, which I'm really grateful of, a real contributor. So, the Inyasasim of Daily Revolutionary Thought. April 30th. Thus, everywhere over the earth, we find people crowded back by climate or conquest to bleak and barren districts, we see the change of human nature from gentleness to ferocity. Drusilla Dungy Houston. Yeah. Of course, you know I love Drusilla Dungy Houston who wrote the book The Wonderful Ethiopians of the Ancient Kushite Empire. And she has probably the most great, I mean, this quote is just dynamic. She says, I have, she says, uh, of archaeology, paleontology, anthropology, as well as history, I have dug up an irrefutable arsenal of facts. She said this in 1921. She said this at the same time that Carter G. Woodson started Negro History Week. She said this. Imagine at that time. That was a great time for our people. A beautiful time for our people. But damn it, the Negroes sold out. That was a great time for our people. What Marcus Garvey did, bringing 21,000 of us to Madison Square Garden. Trisilla Dungey Houston writing the book. Carter G. Woodson, so many others. The, the Harlem so-called Renaissance. Let me finish the quote. <laughs> I have dug up a refutable arsenal of facts that Harvard or even cowardly scholarship in our culture can dare not dispute. And she says, how can the leadership point the way forward that is utterly ignorant of the past? I maintain that's the baddest quote because it's still germane today. 
this so-called bullshit-ass leadership, misleadership that we had is utterly ignorant of who we are as a people. This is true, but innate or inbred temperance or personality determines the intensity, form, and direction from which the veracity takes. If confined in almost all cases, venting is toward those closest. Proximity is a critical human interaction variable, especially for acts of love or hate. When released, however, we are able to see a people's nature, for there is a fundamental difference at the level of spirit between those who are naturally loving enough to continue to contain their frustrations among themselves as they work to solve the issues to the benefit of all involved and those who cannot relinquish their anchor through reasonable meditation and find solace in a sense of self inventing on any and everybody they encounter. They do, don't they? Except those that have good reason to fear a reciprocal retaliation. And unfortunately, we, they don't fear us because we had never put up a serious retaliation. But we will. Our story and their story respectively bear witness to this fact that this is true. Sadly, if those who are accustomed to venting on others comes to oppress others and forcibly contain them in bleak and barren physical, mental, and spiritual places, then those so confined, once deprived of any meaningful, active consciousness of self, will invariably vent their frustrations on each other in the same way as their captors. As victims of this confusion, we must find constructive ways to stop hurting ourselves and effective ways to vent against those forces on us until and against each and not against each other. Affirm, I do not vent against innocence. Affirm, I do not vent against innocence. May 1st. The eminent man who works for the rehabilitation of Africa's intellectual personality deserves to be respected all the more because they had to undertake unaided the task of fundamentally remolding their own store of knowledge, which bore all the marks of the colonial domination bent as it was on deliberately refusing to acknowledge the intellectual and moral personality of African people. Ahmad Sekatore. To start from scratch, from total ignorance of self, no, from even a resolute hatred of all that self means in the context of being part of the geocultural fabric of an our historical people, and to rise to champion the righteousness of one's people's vision of reality in the face of all that has so meticulously work to transform that gift into less than it is is an, is an effort deserving of the utmost respect Ashe. this is not an old aspiration or vocation it is not something we find only among those of our motherland's past liberation movements we see these unstoppable women and men all about us today also everywhere we find African people oppressed which is everywhere we find African <laughs> yeah, I don't mean to laugh because this shit ain't funny. I'm sorry, but we see these unstoppable men and women all about us. Also, everywhere we find African people oppressed, which is everywhere we find African people. This courage to be free 
and the yoke of another's mind in the face of seemingly overwhelming odds and ignorance is indicative of one of the most horrible character traits African people has consistently offered as an example of what it means to be human. Resilience. This eminent African should not go without knowing their worth to us. I say, affirm, I have risen to champion the righteousness of my people's vision of reality. Affirm, I have risen to champion the righteousness of my people's vision and the reality. I'm going to read this one. Uh, be gone for a while, but of course this is May 2nd and this is Jean-Jacques Dessalines. And and I just have a, an affinity for Jean-Jacques Dessalines, um, the Haitian Revolution of 1804. <sighs> because Toussaint and we give Tucson much love, and, and, and of course they do. And, um, you know, I, and one, I guess because he wanted to work with Caucasians. He wanted to work with the French. He, he you know, he even went to France. <laughs> they imprisoned his ass and eventually killed him. Died. But he, but Jean-Jacques Dessalines, no. He wanted to eradicate the French. He wanted to make sure they were all gone. And he wanted to deal with traitors. And he wanted to deal with mulattoes. Jean-Jacques Dessalines was the real deal. We have dared to free. We have dared to be free. Let us dare to be so by ourselves and for ourselves. We have dared to be free. So then let us dare to be so by ourselves and for ourselves. Jean-Jacques Dessalines. People tell us we should forget about our motherland, ancestors, and traditions because we are much better off here. They tell us that being brought to this place saved us from ourselves by giving us religion and reason. They would have us believe that the brutalities we face here are no worse than those that are faced by others. And therefore, we should not overburden ourselves or bother others with feelings of betrayal or dehumanization. They say digging up lost memories is truly a waste of time and energy better spent admiring the beauty and promise of this place and time. We are warned that delving into the past creates unnecessary pain and suffering and indignates a rage better off left dead. They say we must be patient as they work the white magic of grafting us into Europeans. They say we must be patient as they work the white magic of grafting us into Europeans. They tell us that if race cannot be seen, racism then does not exist. If race cannot be seen, it does not exist. And if we want to remove race as a problem or our problem, we must remove all memory of us as Africans and the African past. However, none of this really makes any sense because without self-knowledge, there is no African. If an African becomes culturally, intellectually, religiously, and socially European, he or she has to be have been turned away from being African. Something has caused that individual to forget who he or she is. To be African, whether now or in the time of our ancestors, 
requires requires to be African whether now or in time of our ancestors requires the knowledge of and practice of what it means to be African affirm I am learning and practicing what it means to be African I've been doing that for quite a few quite a few years family knowing and practicing what it means to be African I love being African I love Mama Nabat too and her, and her uh, to be African yeah she even did it at the the conference I love it it's all the time speak African to be African that's right my co-host for today my co-host all the time brother Irvin Lewis what's up Irv <laughs> what's going on Baba Oji how are you my brother I am doing well I am doing well man what about you man man you you know I'm I'm blessed every day that I wake up I'm happy to wake up and I, and I wake up and you said something that resonates with me when you when you speak. I, I really listen to what you're saying, but I also listen to what you don't say and what you and some of the things that you don't say are that we are African. You, you don't say it every 15 minutes, every five minutes, but in everything that you do, in every movement that you make, in every inference you put on your words, it's African. Everything goes back to Mother Africa. Uh, a person with a homeland is a strong person. A person without a homeland is a person without a culture, a person without a history. And I think that's where, and actually I know that's where this country wants you to be, it wants you to be motherless so that they can feed you all the time. Mm. They, they will constantly yeah. give you what you, oh, come on. They, they constantly yeah. give you give you what you need so that way you don't have to look anywhere else for anything. If you if if a, if a so-called Negro in the ghetto must e- eternally be fed by the hand that pushed him into the ghetto, mm. then he will never be strong enough to get out of the ghetto. Right. That was Carter G. Woodson that said that. Mm-hmm. And this and this is where we are. Mm-hmm. When you make the statement, Baba Oshi, that I'm leaving this this this, I'm going as as Carter G. Woodson did. I mean, no, the boys did. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, not the boys. Uh, WB, uh, the one who got the PhD. Uh, the brother, he left here and, and died in Africa. Yeah, Du Bois. You're right. It was Du Bois. It was Du Bois. Yeah, he he mm-hmm. he, he realized mm-hmm. that you're never ever going to be able to put pictures up on the wall in someone else's house unless they want you to. Right. And that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to redecorate the wall. We're trying to recondition the mind of, of our oppressor. And we're the only people that want to stay with our oppressor. I don't understand how we someone keeps you captive, but I, I'm going to stay here with you because eventually you're going to love me. And <laughs> and you take the little come on now. Yeah, we, yeah. We, we have to you take the little crumbs that they give us and we say, like you just said, we ain't got it good. But we sure got it better than y'all do. No, you don't. I went to Africa. I I saw it for myself. I didn't listen to the people. I listened at the people. Mm-hmm. In other words, I watched them intensely. The same way I watched these Caucasians here who tell me, uh, well, we ain't going to get into all that foolishness that they're saying. But my point is, I watched those Africans. I didn't see any signs that said I work for food. I didn't see anybody sleeping on the on the, in the bus stop with a tent mm-hmm. and, 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 and jumping out in the middle of the traffic. I didn't see all those things. What I saw was a proud people. 
a proud people who had been colonized just as we've been colonized to, 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 to in survival mode. And the resilience of the African in Africa is reflected in the resilience in the African in America. We've been through 400, yeah. maybe 500 years of slavery, and we're still here. And we're talking trash. Let yeah. us tell it. You yeah. know, let us tell it because the reality is we only saying so much because if you say, if you, if you start to hit that nerve, they're coming. You get a, you'll get a phone call. Don't get it twisted. You'll get a <laughs> phone call. Just like the pedophile when he goes online and looks at the little children, yeah. he gets a phone call in a business. You say <laughs> something right, about they got this Caucasian. <laughs> come on now. Yeah, and, they... you hit, and, you, and you hit a nerve, you push that button on that Caucasian, he will come for you. He'll come for you on your job. He'll come for you in your church. He'll send the Negro handlers after you. You yeah. look up and Al shock the bitch your door. I just want to stop by to say that. Uh, no, Al, I don't know you. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Because just because they're your, your skin folk, they're not your kin folk. That's you right. know that. We learned that in, in the Black Firefighters Organization. Everybody look like you, ain't like you. And that's just talking about the mindset. Mm-hmm. And it's all right. Because we are resilient. We are, black people are like roaches, man. We ain't going nowhere. We multiply. And That's you can right. try no plant now arm. You can try abortion on our women. You can try police brutality on our young men. And we still here. And we're not mm-hmm. going. Because it's, it's written. It is written that the meek shall inherit the earth. And they got, and, and, they, and, and you want us to be the meat? You want us to be the second-class citizen? So guess what? We're taking all your stuff. I wanted to use another word, but we're taking everything that you have. And what we, and what we really, what we've really taken from from white people is something that they really never had. Mm-hmm. Uh, they never had any integrity. They never had. They're morally bankrupt. They actually, are, they actually are pushing some things now that that have no substance, that have no longevity. When you're dealing in something that's genocidal, because that's what Satan pushes you towards genocide, because Satan wants you to die. The evil right. spirit wants you to die. So that's... when he pushes you to something that's genocidal and you embrace it, yeah. then something's wrong here. Yeah. And that's what this that's what this uh this culture that we're living in, this American, thank God I'm American. This is what we <laughs> they're living in a suicidal with a suicidal genocidal mindset. They're going to, they're trying to kill themselves. And they're, they're, they're getting in their own way to the point where they're hurting themselves. They're hurting themselves, and they want you to go along yeah. with it because, you know, yeah. you, Look, everything you, know, you have on is from white people. You know what? Everything. The only thing that the white people don't have, Oshie, that you have is your mind. They don't have your mind. Because once you say yeah. you're African, it voids out everything that white people have, have taught you right. all your life. Wait a minute. We never taught you about no Africa. That's Tarzan. And I didn't see any monkeys swinging from no trees. I didn't see no, no bones through nobody's nose with a rag up their butt. I didn't see no white man walking around commanding the Af- I command the Africans, the animals. You ain't command nothing. I didn't see all that. Mm-hmm. What I saw was black people surviving. I saw black women with children I saw families. I saw, uh, and don't get me wrong, they, these people aren't perfect. The men leave the women. The women fight. They fuck. They, they adulteries and all this type of not foolishness. But they were, these people were proud people. They weren't trying to get to the border. They weren't like these Mexicans. Oh, I got to get to the United States. I'm trying to, they weren't trying to leave their country. 
they were trying, they're not going anywhere. This is their homeland. This is where they're from. Even though the world doesn't look at Africa like they want to keep Africa in debt because the world can't survive without Africa being in debt. You, we've already discussed that. Yeah. And long as they're poor, the world will be rich. And then when they, that's why they give an African, the African country gets a loan at 21%, but the rest of the world gets a loan from that World Bank at 1%. Because that way, the next 20 to 30 years, the Africans will always be in debt. It's like sharecropping. Yeah. They're giving them yeah. just enough to keep them poor. Just like they give you enough education, enough history to keep you asking questions, but you never get the answer. So you have to do it for yourself. And well, God, and the, the God that we serve, the, 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 whatever you call him, he has made us so magnificent that we are walking computers. We can remember things from 30 years ago, crystal clear. That's amazing. And we can figure things out. Just give us a minute, especially an African, because the African was the, was the first person. They were the first people. These are the mothers of the world. But soon as religion came and 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 the the, the and, and uh took the took your mind and made into and made your mind start to believe in a fairy tale, start to believe in a, a story that someone else tainted that they saw and then made it and made it uh work for them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's gonna mm-hmm. be a chauvinist thing. It ain't gonna be no ISIS, ain't no women, can't no women run things. Are you crazy? Women can't do it, they can't vote. And then they and now here they want us to fight each other. I'm not fighting my sister. She may want to fight me, but it takes two people to fight. I'm not upset with my sister, but then they they throw things at you. The abortion issue and, and child support, brother. Come on, these are things to keep the black man. If I can't put you in jail, I'll put you in a child support situation where you'll be poor. You know, where everybody else your age got money except for you. Then I'll separate you all. And this is what white folks have done. The game ain't changed. The book, they ain't got nothing new. White folks aren't that smart. They're not. Oh, she stop. (laughs) No, no, they're no, they're not, but they're devious and they're evil. And 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 so what they have done and what they're able to do is to put information out there to make it seem like, you know, it's universal. It's a universal truth. And so therefore you must accept it. You know even though it goes contrary to what you believe that what you believe and know as an African, it goes, but yet because they, uh, you know, 24, seven, 365 beat this down into you that eventually, if you don't have the fortitude to reject this, if you don't network with other brothers and sisters to reject this, you'll succumb to it. And then you too will think and behave in the matter of which they want you to. And of course, that is against yourself, against each other. You know, uh, this situation that we're in is, of course, not our doing. But to get up out of it, that is something we must do. You know, we cannot. Correct. You know, um, I heard a saying that you know uh, you cannot use the oppressor's tools to end your oppression. You know, because they are his tools, and that's what puts you there. So don't think that you can use those same things. You have to come, you have to step step out of it. You have to separate yourself. You have to get up out of it and look at it for what it is. You know, I often talk about uh, um, cognitive dissonance because Caucasians suffer from cognitive dissonance, even though they believe that they're superior. 
and, 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 and they believe that everything that they have done has been for the good of mankind. They put it out there like that. Even though everywhere they went, they have destroyed, they have eliminated people. That is really their real intent. But, but to give an impression, you know, they've given you the religion, a religion that's tied to them, you know, a religion that has the imagery and, and, and all the things that it's supposed to be about and all the good things that they are not about, you know. And, and so people have accepted that. That's why around the damn world, Christianity, Islam, Judaism, all these religions, and, and, and if they're good for some other people and they're not, they sure the hell ain't good for us. Look at the continent. I want to, yeah, let me play this, man. I know we're going to be up against uh, uh, a break, and we've got some callers, brother, so I know we want to take some callers. Play. Yeah, but this, this is a good piece, you know, because, uh, you know, everybody um, has some stuff that they have that is, um, Fine. Take your time, bro. Take your time. Find what you want to good because uh, you're making a, a fa- excellent point, and yeah. to, and to back it up with a piece uh, that reinforces that because yeah, you're teaching right now. Yeah. Well, you're see, teaching. the thing is, this, is that in, that in in uh, Africa, all of the great works are in those native languages. The Bible and the Quran right. are translated into African languages. So you don't get the knowledge. You just get the superstition, you see. So here's a, here's a piece. Uh, it's a few minutes. Uh, right. And in fact, what the piece is, Brother Paul once again has sent me this. Brother Paul be sending some good stuff out. And I, and I know hey, you get some good stuff. Yeah, he does. You know. Yeah. And so oh, let, let me play this piece. Right. The scam is having the Bible translated into Swahili, Yoruba, Igbo, Zulu, and every other African language but having zero scientific books translated into a single African language that is a conspiracy, that is a trap, and that's a scam. Someone who can be scammed with the same trick over and over again for decades upon decades is considered a fool, and their gullibility and lack of critical thinking make them willing participants in their own destruction. I have walked into different libraries, and I have seen university science books translated into Chinese, Russian, Portuguese, Arabic, and so forth. I have seen Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, translated into French. I have seen the Japanese version of A Man's Search for Meaning. I have seen the Spanish version of Alchemist. I have seen the Arabic version of The Art of War. All these books, I have seen them in various languages, but none in any African language. An African child is sent to Arabic school just to learn Arabic, so that he can read the word of his, her supposed creator, while the Arab prays and learn in their own language. African child learns and pray in other languages. You will find churches in Africa where the English became preacher would have a native translator next to them doing the translation. Here's where the scam comes. And you will never find a school in Africa where the teacher will have a translator next to them to translate chemistry, physics, mathematics, geography, economics to the students. I have seen many science books translate into various languages, but none in any African language. The Chinese are taught mathematics in Chinese. The Japanese are taught engineering in Japanese. They are all taught finance chemistry, astrophysics, accounting, medicine, geology, government in their languages. 
The only book that Africans have had in their languages is the Bible and Quran. The only time Africans have something translated them to in their language is in a church and mosque. The black African wretched of the earth is the only member of the human race who has been brainwashed to think that his ancestors bequitted him with a curse that has prevented home from attaining his goal and desires. Almost every misfortune he encounters on earth is the fault of some ancestors who must be bound and cast in the fire of the Holy Ghost. The white people don't have terrible ancestors. The Arab that enslaved Africans for 700 years don't have wicked ancestors. No member of humans race has wicked ancestors who have done terrible things. No, it's only the black Africans. Black Africans are the only member of human race that will sit down, write a movie script to mock or belittle his or her heritage, or her heritage. In Western world Xmas is the biggest festival. Christmas stemmed from both the Roman paganism and Roman cultures. The biggest festival in Arab world is Eid al-Fitr. The biggest festival in Israel is Pesa. The biggest festival in China is Spring Festival. Festival of Light is the biggest festival in India. Black people are probably the only human species on planet Earth that helps other race celebrate their own festivals, but nobody celebrates theirs with them. They generally believe their own ways are inferior. Therefore, it's hard for them to evolve the beautiful things their ancestors left. He belittled the ancestors who gave him life. The continent is the only continent where Christianity and Islam concept of a god is shared equally, even though both preach peace and love, yet there is no peace and love. When an African man is not praying to a foreign god, he will be treating himself in a foreign hospital, or visiting another man's country for religious purposes or praying to his own creator in Arabic. He calls another man's history holy book, just because they told him to ask him, what is holy about the book? It's an abomination for him to see the world through his own culture. Slaves weren't allowed to do that. He steals money from his land to keep in a foreign land. His God and his country was created for him. No wonder nobody respects him. The black man is roaming around the world like a tortoise without a shell. He has no backbone, zero identity. No one respect him. He is lynched in Malaysia, incarcerated in Cambodia. He is shot like a dog in the streets of America. Not until we all free our minds from mental slavery, we will be wretched of the world. Welcome to Clarity Revolution. Subscribe to our YouTube for more longer content. For thinkers alone. I say. Yeah. I say. I say. I say. <laughs> I say. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Good, yeah, good piece. I'm going to take a break. When we come back from the break, there's a number of yeah. calls already on the queue, brother. Irv, and so we're going to take those Thank calls God. and engage in some dialogue with our listeners and um, further, you know, enlighten ourselves yes. with the knowledge of ourselves and how important that is. Brothers and sisters, you're listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and blacktalkradionetwork.com. We're going to take a break. You stay with us. We'll be right back. You are listening to African Perspectives with host Brother Oshi on Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasting or live program scheduling, hit them up at timeforanawakening at gmail.com.
You are listening to Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts or live programming, hit them up at timeforanawakening.com. Welcome back, brothers and sisters. Once again, you're listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and blacktalkradionetwork.com. My co-host, Brother Irv Lewis. What's happening, Irv? Yes, brother. Just be back. That was, I like that song, man. That was pretty good. I like yeah, that. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. yeah that was pretty good. Hips and move. I remember that. That's a different piece, but yeah, I remember that from many years ago. <laughs> I think oh, yeah. I think it was, oh, yeah. uh, oh, don't get me saying. I have to think on it. Who who played it originally? That was from the 70s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm stuck in the 70s, homie. <laughs> Good music, hey, hey, man. Because there was good music good in the seventies. Yeah, it's a good place to get stuck. Cause it's great music in the seventies, man. For real, oh, man. It was, it was a great. Con- it was a great consciousness in the seventies. Yeah. Uh, compared to now. Uh, well, compared to now, but I think what happened in the seventies, the feeling of uh, us coming together as a people began to wane because there was a belief that uh, this government was going to do right by us. Affirmative action programs were initiated. Other openings uh, for jobs, other things were happening. And so we kind of believed the the deception, you know, until, of course, it's always if, you know, when things really start to go wrong, you're going to be the first persons to feel that effect of it going wrong is going to always be us. And, of course, see what it is now. I tell you, in fact, today where it is now, um, it don't look good for European or Caucasians, period. Especially with BRICS coming on the set, uh, different uh, countries who are wanting to go with them and begin to pay for things in their currency as opposed to petrodollars or the U.S. currency or the Euro, or the Euro, the European currency. It's going to get deep. But anyway, we got some callers. Uh, let's get to some callers, man. All right. Okay. All right, let's do that. Yeah. Let's do that. 202, 202, good afternoon. Yes, sir. I, you know, I'm thoroughly enjoying the conversation. You know, man, when I listen to... Uh, brother, how have you, brother Rick, how have you been, man? <laughs> I've been good. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm making sure that I at least go to bed with a clean slate. You know, I, I don't that, know what brother. it's like when I get up, but, you know, <laughs> I do what I can do when I'm awoke. But, you know, brother, I, and I've always thought very differently about a lot of the public discussions about our condition, you know, and since I was a teenager, man, you know, I had two, I had two brothers. Both of them was in the military. I was a draft dodger and I was proud of it. You know, Mm -hmm. they, they come in with their military stuff on and I got my Jimmy Hendrix headband on, you know, I was like, you know, I ain't thinking about y'all. There's no way in the world, even at that young age, man. And I knew what I knew. My one thing I really appreciate my father introducing me to is he brought books, old books, books you can't even find now. And I would sit there in the, rent, the window and read them, and they, I'm sure it influenced me. Oh, no doubt. Mm-hmm. But you, but you know, the, many of the things that that have been discussed today. I, I'm and, and I'm going to say this, and I hope I'm wrong. You know, but I think we've already missed the bus. I think we have already missed the bus. I, I remember when I used to work, I lived in D.C., and I used to work at a place called Fairfield Farms, and the, I worked a night shift. And it was one bus that I could take me out there, and it came at 1144. 
And I went to the bus stop at 11.43, and I looked down the road, and the direction I was going, I could see the taillights to the bus. Now, I got two options. I can go back home, call in sick, probably get fired, or walk. And so I walked. It was about two and a half miles. And I walked. You know, I was late, but at least I got there. And I think that what you were just mentioning earlier about being from the 70s, we got an indoctrination, and we also got an aspiration from people who knew what we didn't know, but wanted to go exactly where wanted all of us to go where we wanted to go. You know, uh, uh, Du Bois, Garvey, Elijah, all of them, and others, many, 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 many others, tried to direct us in a, in the way we should go. And people used excuses why not to do it. You know, and that's, that, that is the craziest thing that I can recall. People didn't want to follow Elijah because he was a Muslim. Not not paying attention to the program. The program was self-sufficiency. He wasn't trying to make black folks become Muslims. He was trying to direct us into being self-deficient. And people used every excuse they could not to be with those Muslims. You see what I'm saying? Now look at us now. We have nothing to look forward to except our expiration. These people have... They have produced technology, brother, mm-hmm. brothers, that actually can see your thoughts mm. before you express them. They don't tell you these things because these are war weapons. You don't tell. We are the enemy. So these are war weapons. They have to produce technology to where you can sit and think a thought with an apparatus on your head, and it can show them what you're thinking. So now if they make that public, you can imagine what they're doing in private and you can imagine what the aspirations that they have to keep us in this condition. I I often think that if we just all could get, if we could get as many as want to go, because a lot of folks are satisfied with being, being slaves. I mean, that, that goes back to our history. A lot of people were content with getting one meal or two meals a day and some sex once in a while and have children. They didn't have to take care of. They were content with that. I want something different. Even if it's on my deathbed, I want to know that my children at least are pointing their interest in becoming independent. If they have to leave, and that seems to be the only real plausible alternative. And it is. You cannot stay around these people. Elijah Muhammad told us they are the devil, and he meant it. And everything that they have done with us and to us proves that point. Yes. Now, you can, you can, you, everybody has their own concept of what a devil is, but someone who is inferior, who can produce a society that makes you the inferior, where if things were just left alone, we'd be fine. Mm-hmm. If, if we were just left alone, we'd be fine. We, we've proven that. You know, every time we had a, a a community of people that did not include white folks, they were prosperous. And what every happened? Every time we've tried and then, to, and, and, what and, happened? And that, then what happened? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's exactly, exactly what I'm talking about. These civil rights people come along and they say, oh, what, it's, what is a civil right? I mean, that's one of the biggest jokes that has ever who been the hell is, Who the hell is civil? Who the hell is civil? <laughs> well, they ain't. Yeah. <laughs> And we missed it. We missed it, man. We missed it. We, we, I said, yeah. we missed that bus. We got to walk now. 
We missed that bus, man. I'm telling you, if we didn't do it back in the 70s and early 80s, we have missed that bus because they have structured this society, brothers, in a way where you will not prosper. I don't care what you got. You got a limited time, and not everybody, but it's a limited time to live. And while you're alive, you're going to be like a slave on that plantation. And if you fall out picking cotton, they will put somebody else in that spot That's for right. you and throw you out there for the wolves to eat. That's the reality of what we're living in. And I don't know if people agree or disagree, but we have got to develop quickly a plan for exit. First of all, we got to get a community of people that think like us. Everybody, like I said earlier, everybody does not think like us. I well, mean, you brothers may not think like what I, I don't know until say, we actually me, put it into yeah, action, right? Let me, yeah, let me say this. I but think, I'm saying that we we missed that bus, man. Yeah. We have missed it. So I we got to walk I think, down. I think there is a good number of us who, after many years, believe in us as African people. A good number. I, I'm not going to put a, a, a direct uh, quote on that or a direct number on that. You know, sometimes you look like there's some of us, a majority of us, a few of us, so forth. But the bottom line is the majority of our people, I believe, are tied to this madness. That's right. They're tied to this madness. Because That's number right. one, it speaks to you individually. One of the worst things that, that individualism is a problematic situation for African people because we've never been individualistic. We've always been collective. We've always been holistic. But when you're given an individual mindset, you think about what's in it for me? How do I get mine? Yep. How do I get over? Right. What's more of a, what's more of a benefit for me? You know? And if and and, and and in fact when you do attain something, you 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 begin to think and say, you see how well it works? See, I got mine, then get yours. If you don't get yours, it's your fault. It's not this system's fault, it's your fault. You know. Right. And and, and right. of course, some of some of us believe that that the problems that beseech that that are befalling us and beseech us beseech us is our fault. Yes, you know, sir. without well, we're fifty years behind that bus. I'll describe, man. That's the that's the best analogy that I have come mm -hmm. to accept. Is we are behind that bus is gone. Yeah. If we don't, if we yeah. don't determine in our mind that we gotta walk. Where we got to get to, I'm using metaphors, but you know what I'm yeah, saying. I know. I, I know perfectly well. We can forget saying, it, man. We can yeah. forget it. I mean, yeah. even when you die, they charge you $30,000 to put your behind in the ground. They got a system like that. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And and yeah. what is the purpose? What is the purpose of Malcolm and Martin and, and all the brothers and sisters that were preceded us that told us, Get your own. We didn't yeah. follow instructions. It's like my dad used to come in and whip my ass, man, because I didn't follow instructions. Yeah. And I learned, damn, instructions are to be followed when they're given by somebody who got your interest at heart. But we didn't do it. And look at us now, man. Yeah. Brothers walking around We're with suffering. their pants hanging off, showing right. their drawers. We're suffering. You know, they got big rims on their cars. They call, the car is worth $500. You know, and and those, and those you know, tires are worth five thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you go, and yeah, they, and and you know the ones that look at them, they they say, oh, he got nice tires on that car. I mean, that's that's my worth. The kind of tires I got on my car. You know what I'm saying? That's so it. I'm 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 I appreciate. I'm I'm. You can put me back on mute, okay. man. I don't know. Uh, you know, some days, brother, brother, before you go, yes, before you go, 
Do you ever remember in school a teacher saying to you, I got mine, you got yours to get? Yes, sir. You ever, you ever, yeah, see, and that was the beginning of, of the of the uh individualism. That was the beginning. Yes. It wasn't yes. we got we got yours, we have something to do. It was you got to get yours. I I, I got mine. When that's yes. when that type of mentality happened, that's when that rugged individualism started. You know, because yes. you lived in a country a country that keeps telling you we're number one. We're we're number one. America first. You know, everybody else get back because we're the best. God yeah. bless America. But what about the rest yeah. of the world, America? Because you because you keep telling me you got something. You got a statue. You live in hypocrisy. You have a statue in New York that says, "Bring me your weak and your poor." As soon as they get here, we treat them all kinds of ways. And first, first, we don't even want them here. Let's be clear. When you have a house, wherever you live right now, somebody builds a development right next to your house. Uh, a Section 8 development, okay? Because you're—I don't really want that in my backyard, that, and that has nothing to do with the color of your skin or nothing. I, I already know what section. I'm—I own property. That doesn't mean that I'm better than you. And so, what I think this country is—it's—it's—it's morally bankrupt. We of this, course this, it this, is. And that, it's always and, and yes. That's because when you when you start out with a bad seed, when you start out with a fairy tale. Uh, that tells people that that, that uh, you're going to go to hell and damnation if you don't do what this book says, but yet the the person that's in the book loves you, but he's going to send you to hell if you don't teach. You're confusing the people. Is, is, does he love me or does he, does he don't love me? What what am I doing wrong? But then the book has been tainted. And when that's your foundation coming from your parents, they, I don't question my parents. My, my father was a superman as far as I was concerned. Until I realized he was a human being. But the books that you read, my brother, were put there for a reason. You are saying yeah. what you're saying because you're supposed to be saying this. And people hear you because I'm optimistic. I think all we have is all we need. I know that there's a light at the end of the tunnel. And it ain't a train. It's not a train. Because white people are getting in, in survival mode now. If you notice, right. they're saying the most, they're saying the stupidest things in the world. I mean, come on, you telling me that a guy can put a dress on and be a woman? So can a 17-year-old be a 21-year-old and go buy a beer if he thinks he is? So my point is, I know that sounds crazy, but, you know, 10 years ago, I never would have thought I'd have seen two men on the television in the daytime. So any, what is crazy? What is right and what is wrong? Because these people have lived a lie for so long, and they're trying to drag us into that. But our African spirit gives us clarity. You say things on this on this show when you call in that make so much sense to me. You sure, you sure do, brother. I don't brother. say anything. You sure do. Brother, I don't say anything. But I hear I hear what you don't say. And I'm like, God, this brother gets it. We're on the same page. And you tend to wonder how many other people are on this page. How many other people get what he's saying? Because if and and you and you're the brother that talks about communication. I know the hell you. I know you are, and you are yes, right sir. on point with that. Everybody mm -hmm. else, every and oh, she just talked about communication when he talked about translating the books into everything but African. That's about yep. translation. Everybody has a secret language, but us. We're yep. the only ones yep. that speak in the king's English. And then when we started talking about it, the white people sent Negro handlers to make us stop talking. It. Don't talk like yes, that. Sir. You, you, just, you just made an excellent observation. <laughs> and let me, I'm, I'm going to mention it and I'm gone. 
In that yes, movie sir. Roots, in that movie Roots, when they mm-hmm. put Kunta up on that and started spanking him until he said, "My name is Toby." You talked right. about the uh, the effective language. They made him dismiss his natural, God-given cultural language and speak their language. That way they know everything he's going to do. And that's hmm. the situation that we're in right now. Right. Everything. Yes. We can't speak out. We don't know. We don't even know our name. I speak a little uh, Arabic because I'm, 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 yeah, I grew up in a Muslim household. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean I'm fluent in it. But I believe me, I'm very fluent in English because I read. Yeah. But that means that right. everything I say on this radio and to people, they can eavesdrop and know exactly what our plans are. So you, you, I'm glad you, I'm glad you understood that because that's essential in the military yes. operatives. The most important part of a, any military procedure is communications. Right. Right. Communications. If you can speak in a way where your enemy doesn't know what you're planning, you have a chance. If he knows what you're doing, he got your obstacles set up the minute you step out the door. So I'm gonna leave it with that. Okay, All right, you there, brother. Continue on, and I'm gonna enjoy your program. All thank right. you. No, thank you, brother Rick. God All bless right, you, brother. Four one four four one four. Good afternoon. Hey, brother. Hey, what's up, Larue Ned? Black laws. <laughs> Black laws. <laughs> That's right. I'm going in a little bit later, but uh, I like the conversation, man. And uh, the brothers is putting out good knowledge, so I think this this go round. I'm just going to be a, 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 like a sponge and absorb as much as I can. All right, dear but brother. It's a good show. Okay. I like I like what you're doing, OG. Thank you, my brother. I appreciate it. Thank you, my brother. All right. All right. The Runet. Okay, just hang on, man. Okay. Oh, sister Ibia, <laughs> sister Ibia, if you're listening, call back. We'd love to hear from you. Love to take a question or two from you or give some comments. And all the oh, folks yeah. just hung up. So but yeah, you know, the you know, the the key for us is, you know, understanding who we are and accepting that and then working hard towards making that right. established within ourselves. Because there's right. no one there's there's no doubt about it that what the Caucasian has in store for us is genocide. What the Caucasian has in oh, store yeah. for us is term, uh, uh, to be eliminated, to terminate us. There's no doubt about that. Right. You know, but right. see, but see, we have gone with the okie doke and we think that what they have established, what they built for themselves is just as much ours as it is theirs, you see. Mm-hmm. And, and so we, we continue to struggle to make that a reality for us. Well, this, we, you know, we've been here a long time. We helped build this. So this is just as much ours as it is theirs. You know, and, keep and, thinking that. Keep thinking yeah. that. And see, the problem <laughs> with that thinking is not understanding who they are and who they have been and who they will continue to be because we fail to look at the history. Malcolm said, of all our studies, history is best qualified to reward our research. Look at the history of the Caucasian. Look what he has done. Look what he continues to do. That's why when 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 Brother Rick mentioned that uh, where you can uh, uh, talk and see a person's uh, thoughts. I don't put anything past them because, you know, they got abilities to uh, have weaponry. And that's one of the things they definitely down with is developing of superior weaponry. 
you know, the ability to shadow themselves where you can't see the camouflage, where you even can't see them coming in broad daylight, you know? I mean, these these people, uh, whatever they have done and whatever they do is designed with the intent of keeping them in power and everyone Correct. else at bay, sure. you know? And, and it's going to be interesting to see how this thing you know, unfolds in the next 10 years or so, what's happening economically. You know, uh, there's a number of people, and in, in, that was also discussed um, a little bit at the State of the Black World Conference about, you know, what's going to happen to this society if it's, it, 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 these challenges to them, particularly because of Brexit, because of Brexit and other countries saying, I'm, I'm not going to buy with European euros or American dollar. I'm going to buy my currency. That's the thing why Muammar Gaddafi was murdered. Muammar Gaddafi wasn't murdered because he was, That's correct. you know, killing, killing his own people and, and, and taking the resources and lavishly doing things. No, he was murdered because he was no better friend. And I always say this, there was no better friend to so-called sub-Saharan Africa than Muammar Gaddafi. Because he was everywhere on, on, on the continent, he was willing to put his resources in to revolutionary movements to, to, to oust the invaders, to oust the colonizers out of Africa. And he said one, one way is to develop a currency, the golden That's right. You know, and so, and so, those, right. who, so those who want it, his crude oil which is some of the best crude oil although now of course oil is not a thing that we need to be talking about in terms of buying and still using because of what it has done to to the environment realistically but just saying this that whatever it is whatever it comes out of the ground or, or even on the ground it should be bought in an African currency and, and the Europeans said no we can't have that it's just like I play every now and then Howard Nicholas I play that son of a bitch and his arrogant ass. We must keep Africa poor. Africa must never be able to manufacture anything. Africa must always have the resources that we want at a very reduced price or free. So we can continue to be rich and Africans and Africa can be poor. You know, and, and, and so I shouldn't be so mad at Howard Nicholas because, you know, <laughs> he's saying the truth that has been there for hundreds of years, you know? And sometimes, right. and many times, some Caucasians lied about it, you know, because they were deceitful. They're conniving, you know, and they shown the hell are liars. And yet and still, you know, we, we believe their bullshit when it comes to us thinking that we will be treated right, we will be treated with respect, we'll, we'll, we'll be have something. No, we won't. And they'll take everything that we have. Here we are, African people on, the, on this planet were the first people. African people, human being, human life began in Central East Africa and it migrates from that particular point. And what makes other human beings different is the ability to define, excuse me, is the ability to adapt to the environments which they find themselves in and it 
over periods of time. And That's so, and, and so God didn't create us individually as human beings like Caucasians want us to believe. God didn't do that. Human evolution did that. And the first people is us. And so we're the first people and everybody came afterwards, but yet Caucasians want to believe, well, if it is an evolution, then we evolve and we're the very best of that uh, evolution. That's what they want you to believe. So if you go that way, of course it's not. Because who's more diseased? Who's more, who has, uh, whose genetics is messed up? And of course, uh, uh, their DNA, uh, when you when you talk about, you know, uh, genetics, genetically we are superior. You know, they are inferior. Dominant, our, our genes are dominant. Our genes are That's dominant. Correct. Their genes are recessive. Dominant, dominant, you that's get right. dominant. Recessive, recessive, you get recessive. And and that's why when Europeans came out of that dark age, that medieval age, and began to go around the world taking everybody's stuff in the name of Portugal, Spain, later all the other ones, England, you name it. Every European country had a, 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 a piece of Africa. In 1885, 84, 84, 85 at the Berlin Conference, when them Caucasians went to Berlin, Germany and, and looked at a big ass map and they were carving it up like a like a Christmas turkey or a piece of cake. Oh, yeah. I'll take this, you take that. And you hear little tiny ass Belgium, they got the prize because the Congo is the prize. What's interesting, I looked at, you know, when they talked about the evolution of the planet, you know, because when you look at the planet, the planet begins, let's just say in a timeline, Brother Irv, the planet begins right. at January 1st, January 1, first of the year, okay. so-called, has their calendar goes. Human beings, human beings, homo sapiens sapiens, don't arrive until December 31st at 15 minutes to midnight. That's how long, wow. exactly. That's how long things have been evolving with dinosaurs and these animals and other things, the dividing of the continent uh, from from uh, Panace- Panacea, uh, Pan- what is that? Uh, Pan- uh, whatever they named, they named the continent, that one landmass, right. Pangea, Pangea. And, but, yeah. but my point was this, when you look at the break of the continent, the very middle of that was Africa. Now, human yeah. beings were not on human beings were not on the scene at that time. So, therefore, human beings migrated much later. They have to first mm-hmm. evolve in Africa. They migrated much later. Already, the, the, those continents and those land masses were already pretty much where they are today. But at one time, they say that there was Pangaea. But the middle of Pangaea, that's why Africa is the richest continent on the planet Earth. More resources than any place else. And it has been exploited for the last three, four hundred years. And still, it is more Mm, resources than anywhere else. You know? Mm. And and Mm, only mm. thing that we have to do 
is unified. Our problem as Africans is unification. That's why one of the things I advocate, like I was listening to one cat, he kept saying black Africans. And I, I, and I can understand that. I hate it. But I can understand that because there are other people who claim Africa. Mm-hmm. Some Koreans mm-hmm. say, we're Africans. Elon Musk. Yeah, huh? Elon Musk yeah. says he's an African. Right, because <laughs> he's been there. He's born there. You know, uh, the, the, the British and, and the Dutch have been in Africa, in Southern Africa, for hundreds of years. But somebody asked me, Brother Oshi, well, you know, can they claim to be African? No, they're hell no, because they're not African. The only ones who can claim to be African who are truly, deeply indigenous to Africa. Mm -hmm. So I'm, okay, I'm a Caucasian. I was born in Africa. My father was born in Africa. My grandfather was born in Africa, but they're from England. That don't make me African. African, I'm still England. Just because Malcolm said it best, because a cat has kittens in an oven, don't make them biscuits. You know? Because a cat has kittens in an oven, don't make them biscuits. Just because your ass was born here, don't, I mean, born in Africa, don't make you African. No. You know? Born so, American, don't make you American. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm saying, you know, these are the things that, that, that we have to do. Uh, we have to close ranks, pull our resources. Yeah. I know, as I stated earlier, Brother brother Irv, the majority of mm-hmm. our people, are, their minds are in here in America. America is a, a great country for entrapping the mind because of all of the frills, all of the things that, you know, the, the lights like Vegas, uh, the fun, right. like Disneyland and Great America, mm-hmm. all these things, you know, and it gives an impression right. of its modernity and its advancements and so forth and so on. But all the while, the the surface, uh, I mean, below the surface of it is evil. The top part that you mm-hmm. see all good and shiny, you know, the movies that have been made, you know, all the things that, that uh, they use to put a good face on who they are, you know, because once again, right. I, you know, as I was saying about when the European came out of that dark age, middle evil age, and began to go around the world taking everybody's stuff in the name of, wherever they went, they didn't right. come to trade, they didn't come to bargain, they didn't come to barter, no, they just took your stuff. I claim this in the name of Spain, in the name of Portugal, oh, yeah. Yeah. in the name of England. I claim yeah. this. I don't give it a damn. Right. make you believe. There were so many different cultural groups, or so, I hate the word tribes, on North America, right. on North America, you know, but look at it today. Look at, look at what they have done. Look at Africa today. Look at all the, every place where they've been. They have taken people's stuff. Now, some can argue, well, they're, they're stronger people, but I don't put any stock into evilness. I don't put any stock into being somebody being devious and, and, and conniving and cheating and lying. You know, that's just like that term 
They say, well, they took my kindness for weakness. Kindness is not weakness. Kindness is a strength. Yeah. Kindness is a virtue. Lying, right. cheating, undermining, backstabbing, those are weaknesses. <laughs> those are the character flaws in human beings. Kindness and Correct. loving and caring, those are virtues that we as human beings must have, and that's what we had as a people. That's not... That's and, not that's why, and, and that's why we were so easily conquered. Yeah. That's why we were so easily enslaved. They, they are so, they're such nice people. Yeah. They, show, they, they have so much gold. I wonder where the rest of it is. Well, you know, huh? listen, you know, I, when I uh, read that piece of Kwame Nkrumah, I've been uh, putting that piece of Lord, Lord, of Macaulay in his, in his address to the British Parliament, how he says these people are just, there is no thieves, there's no beggars. These are some beautiful people. And I was saying they're so beautifully strong. How could we do this? Well, how they did this, how they did it, <laughs> how they did it was they reversed it. They 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 infiltrated and interpolated the knowledge of British good, and our and our people mm-hmm. believed it. Our people believed. Yeah. It. And man, I, one of the saddest things for me, I was in a conversation when I first went to Africa in '96, in, in Ghana, and this cat was talking about how great the British are, and how he oh wanted yeah. And how he wanted to go. And so, you know, that first instance, brother, was kind of trying for me because, you know, you have this idea. And then when you go there, you see pictures of white Jesus uh, uh, on billboards yep. and stuff. You know, you see bumper stickers, oh, yeah. you know, and then you, hear, and then you hear this, this, this young brother. He was a young brother talking about how great the British are, how he wants to go to England, you know, to England, you know, and go to school and so forth. And, 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 and of course, how how. Africans who some of them are very bright, very sharp, and they go to England, they go to France, they come to America, and they don't go home. There are more African yeah. doctors in in cities across this country than there are in their country of origin. They come here mm-hmm. because why? They speak to the individual. America is about individualism, materialism, greed. And violence. That's correct. That's what this is about. That's correct. It is. My analysis on that from so so many years ago, I said, damn, this is how the society is. Individualistic. Materialistic. Because they want you to buy. And and now as prices consistently go up, you you say, damn, that that's cost that much money? Are you kidding? Man, today a used car costs ten thousand dollars fifteen thousand a used one i can't fathom that a new car was thirty five forty thousand dollars cheap a real used a, a new car might be sixty seventy let's, and then be, of course, let's, let's be oh let's be clear on what on what caucasians do caucasians deflect everything from the caucasian See, we got bit, we got corporations that are, 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 are like people now. You, you look at the Target store, you don't see a, a guy at Target. You look at Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles, there may be a guy named Roscoe that owns it. But Target, who owns Target, Robert Oshie? You have no idea. They're white people. They're yeah. buying. So what white people, the way they deflect it is they say that it's not me, it's 
capitalism. Mm-hmm. And capitalism is the, is the evil. No, mm-hmm. brother, it's you. <laughs> You're perpetuating the evil. It's just like saying, uh, you know, discrimination is terrible. No, white people are terrible. People are, because they're perpetuating the discrimination. You can sit discrimination on the table in a book. It won't hurt nobody. Right. But you, right. when you implement it, that's my problem. And white people are the problem because yeah. they are not going to give up their power. They take a stick, stick it in the ground, this belongs to me, and they will die for it. They mm-hmm. will fight you for something that they took. And that's what they're doing now. They have taken the, 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 the African mind and they're fighting. Mm-hmm. Everything pushes you further and the television doesn't mention Africa on TV. No, the, the, the book, the newspaper, the books, the internet. Nobody. You have to. You have to seek out Africa. But everything else is right there. You know. Oh, they had a terrorist attack in France. Who gives a hell? Of, who gives a shit? Of, excuse me. Who cares about France? I don't. But you got countries running around here talking about they're free, but yet they don't print their own money. You're using. You're, you're speaking French in Senegal. Why are you speaking French? Because you're paying them reparations because they don't enslave you anymore. That does not even make sense. I know. Just don't pay. They, and, yeah. they, and when I was there, the vice president comes and is going to give them $60 million. We're giving uh, in humanitarian aid. The people in, the, in, in Africa said, we don't need humanitarian aid. We need guns. We need guns to protect ourselves. Because if we're free, you have to protect your freedom. She said, but no, we're going to give you the $60 million and all you got to do is just say you go along with this same-sex marriage and uh, lifestyle change and homosexuality. Just say you are right with it. They said, no, we're not going to say that. And you can take your money right back with you when you leave. And you can cry at these slave, at these slave dungeons on TV because all oh, that's a photo op. Because that's all you're doing. Yeah. Yep. I, just heard, I just heard Biden's campaign uh, thing on, t- on the TV, and he said nothing about the vice president. Nothing. I'm going to finish the job I started, you know, and all this good stuff. And I'm fine with that, whatever you do. But he said nothing about the vice president. And the only reason he's in the office is because, is because of that, that black lady. The black, she, she co-opted those other, her sisters You're and they right. came and voted. You're and right. She, he, and he, he, you're absolutely. And 90, so he, he's good. About 95 or 100% of the sisters voted for Biden. He's the, they are the ones that put him over the top. If only Caucasians, if only Caucasians would have voted, he would have lost to Trump. In fact, if if only Caucasians would have voted, Mitt Romney would have beat Barack Obama. That's Uh, correct. uh, uh, What you call, um, John, whatever his name is, he would have beat Barack the first time in 08. If only Caucasians would have voted. But, our vote put those Democrats in those positions. Our vote did. And why and didn't it happen? Why, exactly. Not a damn thing. But once again. Not a damn thing. Yeah, you know. Not a damn thing. Your farmers are still being abused. Your, the police are still have implied immunity. Your, 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 your housing conditions and your living conditions are, are all confusing. What's affordable housing and low-rent housing? Stop with the name. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 and let's be clear. Rental property is not generational wealth. A housing development is not generational wealth. You don't own that house. 
You're in, but white folks own their houses. They're building houses. So the point I'm making is it's all it's all confusion because white people are in a survival mode now. I'm telling you, you backing these white folks up against the wall, you're going to see their true colors. And their true colors is we don't want you around us. We don't want you to have nothing. We're going to fight to the, to the tooth and nail to keep you where you are. Mm-hmm. But see, the thing about white folks is they're all confused, too. They're going, they're going in so many different directions. But when they, get, well, when they meet up at the end of where they're going, they all move and lockstep. We as black people tend to follow our master. We follow whoever feeds us. If I'm in entertainment, I'm not going to say anything too black because they don't want to hear that. And then Don Lemon was all of a sudden got black on TV. First, he thought he was protected by being gay, but all of a sudden he gets black. Right. You know, because they were coming for you. And we, but Don Lemon, we don't, just like OJ, bro, you still a brother? You just you just got to change your mind, change your attitude. I don't give a damn who you what you do in the bedroom. That's not my issue. But, but what you're not going to do is put on a dress and read to my children. Ain't going to be no drag queen story hour here. That's not going to happen because you got a beard and a mustache with high heels and stockings. That's not going to happen here. But you do what you do with your, with your children. But it's up to us to protect the children because the children right. are our That's legacy. Right. Exactly. It's okay. That's right. As long as they're not coming for your kid, everybody all right. But as soon as it hits your family, oh, Lord Jesus, something doesn't happen. Come on. If it happens to my brother, it happens to me. And see, listen, listen, that's why I've advocated for us to develop our own schools, particularly as a foundation. Once the foundation is laid, that child can now go to any school because he or she knows who they are. They know who they are culturally. They know who they are right. historically. So they ain't a damn thing right. that that school, the different school, the other school that they went to, a public school or a private school right. that is not African, can tell them. they know, And they know why they're there. They know why they're there. And and, and, and some will ex, uh, exceed and, 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 and exceed tremendously, you know, because the this lesson plan is easy based upon what I have what, what, what my foundation was, I mean, I really had, it was rigorous. This, this ain't about nothing. So I'll get this diploma. No. I'll get this diploma because that's what the society says you must have to go to this next level or different level, you know. Defeat, defeat yourself. Yeah. But see, see when you, you, you grab your children in their adolescence, when they're young, because that's when they're the most impressionable. Right. That's when we should teach our children so that we don't run around here talking about, you know, Hitler killed uh, 7 million Jews. He was evil. No, you want to see evil? You look at King Leopold. Yeah. You look at King who killed yeah. 50 million blacks. Yeah. And the rest of them, cut their arms off. You don't even know anything. We're sitting here watching the Hitler channel. They don't even talk about King Leopold because he's a brethren. He's white. And he did it so to they're us. Not talking to- Right, and he did it he to did us. Because see, so let's talk about because because evil, Hitler Hitler did it to European Jews. Hitler that's did correct. it to European Jews. See, and and and, and, and and whether it was one or six million, I don't give a damn. But those are European mm-hmm. Jews, and that was not a Holocaust by definition. It was mass murder to some extent, particularly if you look at what happened in those so-called concentration camps and Buchenwald and Auschwitz and so forth. Uh, uh, the exterminations and so forth. So I I feel for that, but the bottom line is they use that to gain world sympathy. 
to take Palestine mm-hmm. from the Palestinians. They used that to gain sympathy mm-hmm. to do a lot of things within various countries to undermine those countries. There, there's no doubt about it. In fact, um, I just picked up Brother Ayo's uh, um, uh, Kamathi, The Irritated Genie's new book. It is the European Jew. It's the Jews, you know, <laughs> and, and it is right. because they're, you know, they're in everything, and they're manipulating and running everything. In fact, what they what what they do, the intimidation that they use. Of course, if you say something, anything, that right away you're called anti-Semitic. Well, number one, that's impossible because they're not Semitic people. They are not Semitic people. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. We got we got Jay here. Six four six six four six. Good afternoon. Hey Jay. Well, you had to mute him from that madness. But but I'm saying is you know there is a fear they have developed within the society a fear of people talking about them. And once you do, look at the people over over time, over the last 40, 50 years or maybe longer, who said something about European Jew and were made to apologize. Marlon Brando, Michael Jackson, Spike Lee, so many others. And today, you know, and they're saying they're anti-Semitic. They're not, they're not who? Kyrie Irving. You're right. You're absolutely yeah, right. Yeah, Kyrie, Kyrie Irving. Irving. And, and, I, and, and that's why I stick up for Kyrie. Because Kyrie said, Why did you? you know, I know who I am. And, 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 and if he claims to be of the black Hebrew lights, then that's fine. But one thing, they're more uh, uh, Hebrew than the European Jews, you know. Mm-hmm. And so many people have tried to say to them or, or say to, to the world who these people are. They're from the synagogue of Satan. You know, m- when Minister Farrakhan had those problems back in the 90s, I think it was, or 80s, you know, because of things that he said about them, you know. But the bottom line is the European Jews run shit. I mean, there are so many people who are European Jews in the Biden administration or in federal government of this country, of this country, and other countries, of other countries, you know. So, you know, I have, and then, of course, has, has how the European Jew has done us, you know, from the caricatures, uh, the, the uh, um, uh, many of those people who did those mockings of us in blackface, like Al Jolson. European, yes, Jewish. yes, 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 you know, mm-hmm. so they, so they, 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 they put this facade out there. Let me see if Jay. And get in this conversation because we only have a couple minutes, man. Right. Six four six. Six, six four six. Hey, who's going on? Um, OC. How you doing, well, man? Well, I just got a chance to um tune in, man. I was um viewing the funeral of Brother Automatic. Oh well, right on. Yeah. Yeah, that's on. It was on. It's a warrior. It was online. Okay. I, I, I see that, you know, the illustrious perm daddy piece of shit, Al Sharpton, yeah. didn't have the dignity to turn 
to turn up to the man's funeral. To show what? up, turn yeah, he's he's not there. He sent the letter. Um <laughs> given his organization and what you call a condolences, but he wow. couldn't show up, man. And it it's sad because I remember back in the day, man, when we used to march doing the Michael Stewart and all of those cases that made Alton who he right. was and changed the way that, you know, the DA dealt with black people doing those type of cases, man, and throughout the years and going up there to, um, you know, watch Alton defend um, Sharpton and the case that he was under indictment for over sixty some counts. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, it was it was Alton's last trial. Yeah. Um he got chopped and off. And um, you know, for the man not to show up at his funeral and show him the respect wow. that he deserved. You yeah. know, it just shows well, the piece of right. you know what. Well, that's Sharpton that's really, that that's Sharpton, really and, and we know he's an informant. We, to me, we should not trust him. But of course, the society, you know, the sickness exactly. They they that put that in him. Yeah. Well, listen. You know, I gotta go. Appreciate well, you. Listen, I just I just want to say I'm sorry I didn't get a chance to check this show from the beginning. I know Irv did a good job. And I'll be there for the next one. All right, hotel, hotel, Jay. All right, all right. Uh, My my good brother, my good brother Irv Lewis will be hosting this program next week, Wednesday and Friday. Wednesday and Friday next week. You you you're going to be the man on the microphone, dear brother. (laughs) This gonna be something. Pray for me, brother. Pray for me. (laughs) (laughs) No, believe me, you're gonna be fine as you know, man. Appreciate you, man. Um, yeah. Well, listen, I I, I got to go because you know gotta uh, go. it, do it, it, man. It, do it, time is up. You know what to do. Uh, you got. You it. know what to do. <laughs> we end I this. I what? That's right. You know what to do. Okay. We end this program <laughs> like we end all of our programs with the words of Stephen Biko. The most potent weapon in the hands of the oppressor is the minds of the oppressed. This program is dedicated and committed to helping to free the African mind, but not just the M-I-N-D, but the M-I-N-E, because under the feet of African people lies all of the resources that everybody wants, think they can't do it out, and they sure the hell, damn it, don't want to pay for it. Brothers and sisters, you have a blessed and wonderful day. Shem Hotep means go in peace. Asante Sana means thank you. Abibi Fahadier, Abibi Fahadier means our victorious destiny. Brothers and sisters, we will be victorious. You have a blessed and wonderful day, family.